Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. It's me. I'm here. You are here. What do you reckon about... Uh, I was just thinking about this on the Politics? way Politics? Well, I've got some stuff, though. What do you want to say? Oh, no. <laughs> well, even more controversial. What do you think about this clown epidemic that's been happening recently? I would... I don't know. I feel like... Is that something you'd be afraid of? No, I think it's great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. You're, this. you're a proponent. I'm a big fan of weird internet things, like because it's 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 spread via the internet. Yeah, like yeah. Somebody's dressed as a crazy clown, and somebody else is like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'll do that." If a clown ran at you, yeah, would you punch them in the face? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> it's it's you kind of got a license to do it. I think so. Because you're like, this isn't a real situation. I can technically do anything. <laughs> you might have a knife. I don't know. That's well, a lot of the time they do. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm sure there are people who've already taken it too far. Oh yeah. And so there'll be some sort of like governments worldwide will start making anti-clown legislation. Right, right, right. But in, until then, I'm like, this is fun. Well, clowns aren't fun anymore, are they? In a way, they were never fun. <laughs> well, yeah, because at a children's party now, nobody gets clowns. It's all superheroes. It's all branded content, yeah. So that must be hard for like if you were like a, le- a legitimately good clown. There was a Guardian article written by a legitimate clown, and he's like, stop. Don't, don't judge everyone by the actions of just some of these clowns. They're not even real clowns. I think His have- name was like, bim... Bim a lim spim. That hurts though. That yeah. I mean, I think you'd have to transition into magician. Oh, no, don't you think? Yeah, I guess. No so. one's afraid of a magician. Well, necessarily. Mm. I mean, an evil magician, yeah, like I an know. evil wizard, maybe. I can buddy sure. Cut you in half. <laughs> That's a very good point. Anyway, no, because I just read an article how there's a guy who's decided to start dressing as Batman and hunting down these clowns. <laughs> See now, this clown hunters happening, but also he's how many thing. are there that, he, that he's knocking out clowns? I don't know. Every I night? Think, yeah, I don't know. Probably you know none. I, mean? I think he's just in it for the publicity. But no. I mean, here's the thing, though. If you, none of them are the, jo- are the Joker. They're like birthday clowns. Yeah. I feel he shouldn't be Batman. I feel he should be like, if he wants to be like some sort of armored superhero, he can do that. But don't be Batman. But, yeah, Batman doesn't beat up birthday clowns. That's right. Exactly. Anyway, I'm trying to think. Sometimes he does. <laughs> remember, do you remember at New Year's, and I was I was working, and I ran into that. Guy like dressed in a Hessian sack. That's a that's a wielding, that's a crowd favorite. Wielding oh that I, yeah. thought, I thought you meant the cl- the crown the clown in the van story. Oh no that but, but well oh jeez I'm like a clown magnet. <laughs> Remember like, New, New Year's was I was at work and I and I drove past a guy yeah. like all dressed in like Hessian sack wielding flaming chains. Yeah yeah maybe that was a harbinger of things to come. You Potentially know I mean? yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm. Well someone's got to put a stop to it. Why not a guy dressed like Batman? Yeah or you or that flaming chains guy. Yeah. 
Also, if you punch a clown in the face, don't say we told you to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's something that we may choose to do, but we don't endorse it. Mm. What are we doing here? Justice League. You should punch a clown. Justice League. Yes. Uh, it's coming up. Yeah. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a photo this week of Mera or yes. Mera. How do you mm. say it? I say Mera? Yeah, I say Mera as okay. well. Uh, Whew, that's a relief. Thank God. One of those things you don't see, you, ne- you never say. You never say it. And you're, you're I was like, oh, countdown to having to say it on a podcast <laughs> forever. Oh, no. <laughs> got to flip a coin. Where are we going to go with this? <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. So that's her from Justice League. Yeah. Uh, now, the, Aqu- the, wi- the wife of Aquaman. Exactly. And a person in her own and right. And a person. Well, she, she is a character that. I tried to kill Aquaman initially. Yeah. Also, uh, Americans say Aquaman, but we don't say it like that because we say Aqua. It's one of those things that yeah. I, I used to say Aquaman. Oh, really? Yeah. There's no Owen. It is there, Mason. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know that now. <laughs> but uh, like the, the Aqua, Aquaman isn't very comic accurate, which I'm okay with. I think he looks great. I think he'll do a, uh, I think he'll do a great job, uh-huh. put it that way. But this one is like, that's dead on. Very accurate. Yeah. yeah I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Mm-hmm. So... What does that What does that tell you about the movie, Mason? What does it tell you? Nothing. It tells us literally nothing. She's like standing on some rocks, yep. or the shore, or something. The rocks of the shore. Yep. She's probably just probably going to wave him away. Yeah. And goes to or go with him because Maybe. she's also from the water. Mm-hmm. Man, what yeah. a world, eh? Mm-hmm. I wonder, you can't see. I wonder if she's got the eyes because you know his, his eyes are, are different because he's got underwater man eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, it remains mm. to, it remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. But mm. I mean, she follows exactly the format of all these superheroes, which is kind of it's like the comics. Yep. It's got more like lines. It's got more segments and lines. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Segments. There is a lot of segments going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. No, I like it. I think it's Me too. it's not it's it's not a bad thing. Let's all press on. Who is that actor? Uh, that's uh, Amber Heard. Oh, it is too. Okay. Johnny right. Depp's ex. Yes. I guess now. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. Uh I went to the Doctor Strange IMAX thing this week. Thanks for the invite. I tried to get you an invite. They said there was no room, but there was so much room. <laughs> like, so much. <laughs> that was shockingly busy. Yeah, okay. Like, crazy busy. Was it the Jam Factory? No, it was at uh, IMAX. Oh, okay, Which is sure. even your side of town. It would have been ah. easier for you to get there. Also, they didn't tick my name off. I just walked in. You just walked in, in right? Yeah. Hot tip for anyone who wants to sneak in on a movie premiere. Just walk just in. Walk, just walk in. Yeah. yeah. I missed Benedict Cumberbatch because he did a little talk at the start. He's like, I'm, a, I'm an actor in this or whatever. I don't know. I missed it. What did he say? I don't know. But not live. No. Okay. Though in some places, I think they brought out the director and maybe him as well. Not okay. here. In sure. a more important part of the world. <laughs> And, uh, and when they couldn't get Cumberbatch, they just got Martin Freeman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> who's more famous though? It's probably Cumberbatch. It's Cumberbatch. Martin Freeman's done bigger movies though. But I think he's a more famous that guy. Oh, okay, right. Like he's a very famous. Oh, it's the guy from the. I remember him from the thing. Martin Freeman is in the most one of the biggest movies of the year, Mason, and arguably the most pivotal part, Civil War. That's true. Did you forget he was in it? No, he's the he's the he's the, uh, he's the bloody administrator. Yeah, he's the yeah he's the he's the, the he's pen the pusher. Money, he's the he's the bloody bean counter. That's right. And he does you know what he does he does some, he does a heck of a bit of acting towards the end when when he's like oh you bloody you didn't didn't uh, didn't do anything here did you Zemo you, you yeah know, and Zemo's you, like well I did and he's like oh he yeah. gives very good. Martin Freeman gives very good, ooh. Face? I didn't think this through face. <laughs> no, ooh. he didn't. Shouldn't uh. have been so smug face. Ooh. <laughs> now they're taking my face face. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, look, it, it looked... I wish I didn't see it. Oh, because, well, good. Because it was... Well, thanks for not inviting me. <laughs> was Sincerely. <laughs> but I'm locked into this manner of speaking now and I can't get out of it. But genuinely, thanks for not inviting me. <laughs> well, it was 10 minutes 
I think of the movie footage and it was kind of... But it's not the first 15 it's not minutes. not the first. It was f- no. 15 assorted well, I'd say minutes. It's closer to 10. Okay. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of, you get a bit of his origin, I guess minor spoiler alert, but all this is in the trailers as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you get him kind of seeing the ancient one and then you get some fucking head spinningly trippy. I, I've never, honestly, I've never seen anything like it. And this, okay. And, but, and you've seen the movie Inception. Yes. It's, it's, it is like Inception times a hundred. Like <laughs> it's, and I love Inception. I think yeah, Inception's mm-hmm. great, but this is like next level. He's like tumbling through dimensions and there's bits where he's like his fingers grow hands and then those hands on the fingers grow more hands and then he gets engulfed by hands and i actually got because it's on imax and i'd mm. recommend if you can see it on imax i'd say probably do i actually got vertigo like a like slight sense of vertigo wow okay. and i don't have like a weird crippling fear of heights or anything but it was just it was mm. really remember that bit in ant-man when he tumbles through the weird dimension yes i do it's like that huh. it's on acid huh yeah so or on steroids. Or on steroids, sure. Or on something. On something. But, yeah. I, you know, people I, I, people might be like, oh, this is a good thing to get high and go and see. Uh-huh. Probably don't. Okay, <laughs> like, sure. you will spin right If it's going to be two hours of this, maybe yeah. not. Okay. But no, look, uh, that side of it, I think it's going to be worth the price of admission If you do, alone. have a support network with you and drink lots of water. Mm. Mm-hmm. Orange juice, apparently, if you take mushrooms. Apparently, huh. that's a good... Uh, counterbalance okay right i don't know whether that's a fact so don't mm-hmm. quote me yeah look I, the character stuff he's very tony stark yeah quippy and whatnot that, yeah. which i don't love if i'm honest but it's not I they need a replacement the, yeah exactly that's what i think it is i i think uh they don't know how long robert downey jr is going to be you know around yeah. i think they might be doing another civil war down the line i think okay. we're going to be getting a follow-up and maybe it'll be captain marvel are people loving civil war too no, not books. overly. I was initially. I'm like, this is great, and now I'm like, this is fine. Like that was, yep. that's how it went. It kind of got, and it's kind of like, who's fighting who for what reason? Like the line was very clear at the start of it, mm-hmm. and he, and in the original Civil War. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this it's kind of gets real murky, but not in a like, oh, who's right or wrong? It's just who's with who. Like oh, that, sure, okay, that's, right. That's what it came down to. It's not terrible, uh-huh. but but yeah. So I think we might get we might get a Carol Danvers Doctor Strange one, or even a. Carol Danvers, Captain America, or whoever. I think we're going to get another one. Okay, like sure. Like maybe four or five years from now. Because ultimately what we, we actually want is superheroes fighting each other. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? Fight Marvel villains? <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to tumble into a vortex or another dimension as they always do yeah, or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But look, I, I think this isn't for me wasn't for me to see because I'm going to see it regardless. But That's I guess true. it is because then I tell people that it's good, I guess. Yeah, and and uh-huh. some people listen. But uh, apparently it's tracking really well opening weekend. It's something like 55 million to 75 million US opening, which is good for a character that nobody... What do they base that on considering... Pre-ticket sales and then it's times by whatever. Oh, I yeah. see. I don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician, Mason. You know right. that about me. Not even a mathematician. <laughs> no, Maybe that's what this movie's for, <laughs> mathematicians. Yeah. Um, what, 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 are, what, are the, uh, what are the magic effects looking like? Did... Amazing. Okay. Really, really good. Does the hand like... movements integrate really well with... What he's doing. Does it look like the magic is going to make any sense? No. But what, what <laughs> I, I, I saw an interview with Kevin Feige mm-hmm. where he was talking about, I think it was him, maybe it was somebody else. I don't know. Anyway, somebody at Marvel said, it's not so much they don't need to explain the magic, they just need to have it make sense in the context of the universe. I guess that's true. Yeah. Because I yeah. don't need to know how Thor's hammer works or No, whatever. that's true. Yeah. And I guess my point, my, my question was, if they're going to replace Iron Man with Doctor Strange, they're replacing technology with magic. Yeah. But I guess when you think about it, Iron Man's suit really 
does whatever it, it wants. It does whatever, yeah. Like, there's really, there's ultimately no rules. You know, it's just yeah. got missiles and lasers and repulses in it, and it can break up into bits or it doesn't. Or it, yeah. like it, it He can exit it from any direction. Any direction now, right? Yeah. You can slide out of the side yeah, all easy like. that's yeah. right. Well, so, that... So it's gone? No, that's it. That's all I have. I was just going to say, there's a bit very Iron Man-esque where he tumbles off a balcony and the cape goes after him and yeah, catches uh-huh. him. Right. So that's very kind of Iron Man suit yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as there's some rules as, you know, in terms of... Yeah, I, I think... I mean, there's obviously rules to magic. I'm not exactly sure what they yeah. are. But I, I think... I don't think that's going to be a problem. Yeah. And I also think in terms... Like, if you think of the first Iron Man movie, mm. he is wearing a suit that is sort of bulletproof, but it isn't, but it, whatever. <laughs> but, you know... Narratively, that movie works because he builds the first suit. Yeah. It's destroyed. He builds a second suit. It has some problems. He overcomes the problems. Yeah. The villain builds his own and then yeah. he, he hasn't thought it through far enough. Yeah. Which is why that suit freezes up in upper atmosphere and blah, exactly. blah, blah. So as long as there's some, as long as there's some rules built at the start and then they, you know, they yes. follow the rules and it's fine. Exactly. Also, there's hints at a, at a larger villain. In another dimension. Like physically larger? Yes. Like egg foo? Like egg foo. Maybe. I couldn't exactly... Devil dinosaur. De- I would, I would Is it Mephisto? It, probably. Or Dormammu? Yeah, well, probably. Okay. <laughs> One of those, probably. One of those guys. They didn't look like anybody I knew, but okay. um, Steve. D- it's all very Steve Ditko-esque. Yep, okay, great. It, for the visuals alone, it's going to be incredible. Who knows how everything else is going to play out. Yeah. But, uh, look, if you're listening to this, you're probably going to see it anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to see it? Maybe I won't get I you a li- ticket no, to this either. No, I'm listening to this. <laughs> I'll buy it with my own hard-earned money. Good oh, stuff. Man. You should. Well, Mason, speaking of buying things with your own hard-earned money. Okay. Uh, you're going to go see the Rogue One trailer movie? Movie? The movie? Because there was a trailer, but will you see the movie based off this trailer? Yes. Good. What What about this trailer did you like? Oh. Uh, the new one. The- look, what I didn't like is we see, like, we see Ben Mendelsohn's character, like, like, cowering in fear in front of Darth Vader, right. which puts paid slightly to my uh, my theory that he is a robot. Is that a bit where he's all wet? Yeah. And he's that's all, not him. Ugh. That's a... Uh, oh, this different guy. That's uh, the other dude. Oh, then. The other My theory's man. back on. <laughs> yeah. He's... Uh, but he does say some stuff. Yeah. Not in a British... Not in an Australian accent. Mm-hmm. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. How many things did you miss, Mason? Most of the things, if I'm, okay, if I'm honest if with you. If perfectly honest. Ah. Uh, did you miss that they said the title of the movie? Oh, the I didn't trailer. miss that. You can't miss that. Oh. And you, they put it in the middle of the trailer too, yeah. which is interesting. Do you like that? Yes. Okay, good. I'm sure there's a supercut online of everybody saying the title of the movie mm-hmm. and the whatever. The game is called Huzzah. Yeah. When somebody says the title of the movie in the in the movie, you stand up in the theatre and you scream Huzzah. Okay, good. That's how it works. Is that a real game? Or is yeah. that something you made up? No, somebody else made it up. I don't okay, know. good. Well, I like that a lot. I think... As with the other trailers, this has a really good sense of scale. Mm-hmm. Like the shots of the Death Star are always kind of like it's it's so close that it, it's kind of looming over you, or it's looming yep. over a planet, or, mm-hmm. or or whatever. Even seeing Darth Vader like storm out of the the fog or uh-huh. whatever, like he's yeah, it, it's I don't know. I, I think it's really interestingly shot. Like even the, like the the feet stomping of the they're not ATs, they're something else. They're, they're a different yeah, okay, variation sure. uh-huh. on them, but whatever. Mm. But like, oh man, it looks. It looks incredible. Do you think this has given enough people... Do, do you think this has given people enough information to kind of extrapolate the entire plot at this point? Yes. Mm. If you look into it, yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, I, I think there'll be some a few surprises along the way in terms of who dies, you know, how yep. they get... Yeah, I, I don't think... No, not too much. I, yeah. I, I think it's okay. We get yeah. we get another Mads Mikkelsen role. Yes. Because he's... What's his, his face? What's his face? Do you think they're going to cut out that line... 
Because in the last Doctor Strange trailer, yeah. we've mentioned the who's on first jokey joke thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think they're going to cut that out for the... For, for the, the movie? I think they might. It's one of those things that could be. It's like the Ant-Man line. Yeah. I didn't think of it. I didn't, I didn't like yeah. it either or whatever. Was that in the movie? I don't no, remember. they took it out. They took it out, yeah. It's potentially. Yeah. Anyway, so Mads Mikkelsen is... He's Galen not, Urso. But he's not the designer of the Death Star. He's... I feel he's the designer of the laser. Yeah, it's, I, think it, I think it is that way. Well, there's a prequel book coming out, which I will read. It's called Catalyst. And mm-hmm. it comes out this time next month. Okay. Where it, it chronicles his, his family's kind of journey. And what, what, hap- what the, the synopsis of it is, so I guess it's a minor spoiler, but not really. It's a book. You can't spoil a book, can you? No, there's no way. <laughs> but, I mean, you can open it up and see words, but what do those words mean? It's, they're all jumbled, aren't they? They're all jumbled about. <laughs> but uh, he's yeah, he's he's a he's a, he's in um he's in energy research, and okay, energy sure. focusing, mm-hmm. and the separatist because if you remember in the Clone Wars, there's the two sides. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to kidnap him, presumably to use his technology, and then Krennic who's Mendo, Mendo saves him, and he's kind of indebted to the Empire. Right. So okay. Then, Mendo goes to find him and be like, "Well, we couldn't get the laser to work. Yeah, we built this. We built this big <laughs> space station. We're like, it's kind of pointless. What, what could we put in there? Put in the I, middle of it. I don't think it was. I think they built the station around the laser. Okay. I think it started because that's a flashback where they go and get him. Mm-hmm. That's twenty years prior, presumably just after the 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 Clone Wars, right? right the okay. tail end. Uh-huh. So he's been doing that for twenty years while Felicity Jones has been running amok. Okay, or sure. whatever she's mm-hmm. been. Uh-huh. She's been kind of doing because you got to remember this time as well. The general public think that the empire are are a good thing. That's true. And there's yeah. like a gradual shift in mm-hmm. perception. Yeah. And there's a lot of that if you read any of the books, Mason, which I know yeah. you do, even though the words are all jumbled or whatever. Mm. But uh, you get that sense, like Lost yeah. Stars, and there's a few other ones, and even Star Wars Rebels. Mm. What? What does the empire do that's so bad? That's so bad. No, it's mostly destroying stuff. I mean. Really. There's a lot of enslaving of races. You don't really see that, do you? No, you don't. There's a lot yeah. of... I mean, sure, they blow up Alderaan. They killed like 10,000 odd Jedi. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Who cares? But I mean, like, most of what they do yeah. is just blowing up planets to get the rebels. If sure. the rebels weren't all rebelling, yeah, yeah. what would they be doing? It's it's a lot of enslavement. It's a lot of like installing their systems in government where they're not wanted. Okay. A lot of bureaucracy. Ugh. Yeah, there's no like the Senate is a is a sham, and because sure, it, okay. it's only just dissolved at the start of A New Hope. Yeah, but it's 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 supposed to be set up in this. Well, they sound pretty good to me. <laughs> Bring on the empire. That's on what I say. board, great uniforms. That's true. Did you notice great formations? Everybody's always walking. They are in, formations. in a good formation. Mm-hmm. Did you notice what's his name? The Mendo. There's yeah. a few scenes where he's wearing like a imperial windbreaker. No, but that sounds great. <laughs> that's that's very original Star Wars throwback. Absolutely. I feel, yeah. So yeah, it looks like you know one of those dries a bone. Sure, but, yeah, but uh-huh. for, but it's white and, wow. and imperial. Wow. Well, I hope we hit, I hope we see the, like the whole swath of imperial uniforms. Like <laughs> like there's a work there's workout gear. There's a summer oh, summer yeah. sarong. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. good. What, what do you think about how much Vader do you think we'll get in this? In time wise. I'll I'll do this. I'll move okay, my hands yeah. and you tell me when to stop. Now go back. Yeah, that amount. Oh, really? Interesting. Small amount. Small amount. Mm-hmm. So you reckon maybe 10 minutes? Not even 10 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Closer mm-hmm. to three or four. Yeah, I reckon somewhere around there. I'm thinking 15-ish. Okay. And a, one, and a lot of it's going to be him just cutting people in half. Okay, sure. Yeah. I reckon there might be just that. 
I reckon he's going to. No, I reckon he's just going to show up. People are going to cower in fear. Yeah, guys that look like Mendo. That looks. Mendo. Yeah, absolutely. That looks like his his entrance where maybe something goes wrong and he's like, right, mm-hmm. I'm going to sort this out. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe there's that, and then there's he shows up at the end to meet out punishment to everybody who failed him. Right, right. And that's it. Mm, probably a few people then. Yeah. Is. Uh-huh. But you think there's going to be a battle scene where he's severely damaged? Well, I, I, it's a possibility, yeah. I think okay. it's absolutely a possibility. Because even in this, he moves very swiftly. Sure, and the okay. next one, he's not, he's not as true, much. Yeah. Yeah, but, but that is also the sign of the times and the filmmaking and, and, and yeah. whatever. So yeah. that might not, not necessarily mean anything. There is something I'm, I missed in this trailer, and I'm annoyed, Mason. Because you did a Things You Missed video. I did. And uh, what what was it? You can see in the X-Wing scene, you can see a rebel fleet behind them. Okay. There's like a whole lot of Mon Calamari cruisers. Ooh. If you're familiar from Return of the Jedi. And you know the medical frigate? Sure, okay. From Empire, do you remember that? Vaguely. It looks like a big kind of toothbrush Was the Bacta tank in it? No, the, the, that weird medical droid that gives Luke his hand is. Oh, is sure, right, okay. There's yeah. two of them, mm-hmm. which means one of them is probably going to explode. Because there's only one later. In, yeah, sure, that's true. Later down the road. Yeah, but no, I th- and there's also some ships that that they, they they look like you know the the original ship, the first ship you see in Star Wars, except the front's like turned on its side, like yeah. a hammer, the blockade, the blockade. Yeah, runner. it's like mm-hmm. a variation on that. You see okay. it in Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really Just interesting. The blockade tapper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the the blockade. Give it a nudge. The blockade doorbell <laughs> ringer. It's not as good. Yeah, but uh, no, I thought that was really interesting. The uh, blockade, as well. the blockade doorbell ringer, and then you open the door, and there's a big bag of there's a big <laughs> brown paper bag that's on fire. Bantha poo, poo, exactly. <laughs> but uh, did you see the fallen Jedi statue? No, that's at the very start. It looks like a mountain range, okay? But it's like a bit of Jedi, and it's it's crashed to the ground. It's like oh, Lord sure. of the Rings sized kind of statue, you know, those kind of ones. Because uh-huh. that planet. Which I think is going to the city's going to be destroyed. That's a like a Jedi mecca where sure, you go and okay, get your right. crystals and uh-huh. make your bloody lightsaber. Or whatever. Yeah. But did- a perfect secret stronghold for the Jedi. The only clue: a giant <laughs> statue of a Jedi. <laughs> but no, but I think it's been occupied by the Imperials and then mining it for crystals to put in the Death oh, okay, Star. Right, or sure. That's what I think. Anyway, but do you, I thought initially that this does a good job of showing people when the time period it is. Still, it still doesn't. Yeah, it I, still does not. Yeah, I think it's. There's just some people who just aren't gonna know, and yep. and that's just that's the way it is, man. Yeah. You can't you can't explicitly. They're gonna put it even when they put it in the opening crawl in the you know after the events of the Clone Wars and before mm. the blah blah blah. Yeah. This happens. People are still gonna come out of the movie going, "When is Darth Vader gonna meet Ray or whatever?" Yeah, exactly. So when is Darth Vader gonna meet Ray though? That's a really good question, Mason. Mm. We should do a podcast on that. Okay. It's a shame we're doing a Harry Potter one today. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> We got one more bit of news. There's other bits of various newses, but we're trying to not do that, aren't we? I guess. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts has been expanded to five movies Ugh. this week. Uh, five mi- five <laughs> movies of Eddie Redmayne going. Ugh. Well, that's the thing. Or they change the main protagonist. Apparently, there's going to be. Well, the, the the story is that they might touch on the Wizarding War, which is what exactly what we talked about last week. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Do you think our friend Raw Collings's video on gay wizard Hitler <laughs> possibly pushed them over the edge into expanding the five movies? I think so, probably. I'll, I'll link that below. He does great work. He also mm-hmm. does the Twitter account and a bunch of other stuff. But he, he makes some great videos and he took that segment. So if you want to know what we're talking about, if you missed it, bloody check it out. Mm. But uh, All right, I'd watch, I'd watch I'm that. I'm all for that. Yeah, get, okay. get Redmayne out of here. Yeah. Because in the last trailer for Fantastic Beasts or whatever, they mention 
Grindelwald and Dumbledore, I think. We talked okay. about this last week. So that's what I want to see. I want to see Wizard Bloody World War Two, mate. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm all mm-hmm. about. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025,1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Uh, Harry Potter. Now we've been promising that we did a, we'd do a Harry Potter episode for a while. Yep. Maybe we should make this a yearly thing, seeing as we're getting five sure movies, although every two years. So, like you know, we had our yearly Hunger Games Doctor Who episode. Sure, yeah. And now that's out the window because one of the, one of those stopped. And also, we've we if you, you if you listen to all those, you notice our distinct loss of enthusiasm over the course of. <laughs> Should we team this up with another franchise? Maybe not this time around because we don't have another sure. thing. But... Yeah, well, I, th- I I think we need to do two movies at a time because okay. there's eight in total. Mm-hmm. So presuming this podcast keeps going, yep. I guess we'll do this for eight years. So yeah, yeah, no, sure. no four years because if we do two at a time. Yeah, nice. Mathematics, Mason, mm-hmm. it's important. So we're going to talk about the, the first two uh, Harry Potter movies uh, directed by Christopher Columbus, known for both circumnavigating the globe. Mm-hmm. And making the worst Harry Potter movies. <laughs> Isn't that his fault, though? <laughs> no, mm. I don't think it is. I think it's a great start, but I, I just... I feel I've asked this every time we bring up Harry Potter. Mm. You've read the books. Yeah. That's the question. No, the question is, are the Harry Potter books written assuming that the readers get older as the books? Yeah, absolutely. So the, those, so the language in the books is more simple in the earlier ones? I would say maybe not... So much of that. They're, they're all relatively easy to read, but the complexity of the story kind of builds. Okay, sure. Right. And uh, so from that perspective, it, it makes it easy to understand. If you've read the previous ones and you're you're getting older as you're, okay, as cool. you're reading them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm an adult and as a result, I'm not getting any older ever. <laughs> I have hit peak age and I'm That's stopped. That's true. Yeah. So... You've plateaued. Mm-hmm. So you've obviously watched The Philosopher's Stone slash yes. Sorcerer's Stone. Mm-hmm. which they changed for the US release of the film mm-hmm. because apparently they weren't sure that people in the US knew what a philosopher was. I mean, it was the book was already a hit. I don't think right, that was yeah. really necessary. And they also dub, there's alternate takes for the lines and they dub it out in the actual movie. Great. And J.K. Rowling says, because it was a kind of her first kind of, well, it was, it was her first time kind of being involved in the film. Uh-huh. She wishes she had a Put not, a foot down. change it. Because okay. everything else, I'll talk about it more towards the end. She puts her foot down on a lot of stuff, and these movies are better for it. I feel. Okay, yeah. more towards the the end, I guess. No, I just no. I mean, I mean from the start. Okay, right. There's stuff that she said. No, do this. That's very interesting because yeah. in watching these last two, mm. or the first two rather, yeah, uh, there's stuff that is not great in these first two movies. Sure, acting, yeah, probably. Both, <laughs> yeah, but at, at, like there's a there's, there's clearly a lot of love built into like the world and yeah. the effects and the totally and the, you know they're, they're very they're they're great for their time totally but yeah, like yeah. it's 
there's so much detail in this world and all the, you know, the little, the alleys people go down and all the, you know, that sort mm. of stuff. If you think of like a kind of a kid's movie at the time, mm. are there other kids' movies that put in this level of detail or is this kind of like a... Not not with this budget, yeah, I right? feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I can't, I mean, unless you count like a Star Wars movie or whatever, but this is really, a, they're kids' movies. Yeah. And maybe that's why they did... I was actually at school when this one actually first came out, but even then I was at the age where I was like, fuck this. Okay, sure. <laughs> and I hadn't, I hadn't read them at that, at the, at that point. Uh-huh. And I think I saw the first two before I read the books. I'm like, why would I, why would I read this? Yeah. We're recording, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I just had a moment of dread. <laughs> We're around 30 minutes. Okay, right. Yeah. Wait, when did you, you, did you remember these when they came out? Yeah, I saw the first one in cinemas. Did you? Because I, I think at the time I was dating somebody who had read the books. Okay. A child. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can edit that out. No, I don't. It's fine. <laughs> no, well, I don't think the books are for kids necessarily. Okay, right. But these first two movies more so. But I'll say this. They nailed the casting from the very start. And the yeah. actors, the kid actors, know they're not great, but right. they get better. And the weird thing is... They none of them turned into horrible monsters. Like they weren't punching cops. Or, That's true. Or like, oh, I thought you meant physically they oh, turned into monsters. Both. Yeah. And apparently Chris Columbus. Some of the cast members got better looking. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Chris Columbus was also surprised that that happens because what other franchise is normally that they'll either cast old enough where they can't turn into a monster, mm-hmm. or they cast young and then it kind of goes awry, askew in a mm. number of ways. But the only one that did kind of go. A, bit off oh here we go here's, a, here's a bit of here's a bit of judgment here we go i wonder who james has a vendetta against i wonder what wonder what just wait till you hear the actual right. story okay you familiar with crab crab and goyle no they're all oh, the two Malfoy's kids like he's, he's hench yeah kids the yeah. bigger one the wider one with the shaved head do you remember the london riots in 2011 boy do i yeah so basically a, a person was was shot and it caused these day long if you're in london you probably know this uh, it went for days, like this looting and raiding and whatever. And a lot of it was general... This out- guy. Yeah, well, this yeah, guy was <laughs> behind it all. Well, there was outrage and there was also... If you love Harry Potter, you'll you'll smash some <laughs> storefronts and steal some TVs. I'm the guy from... I'm a henchman. Well, there was outrage. Like, there was genuine outrage. And there was a lot of just, well, this is an excuse for me to smash stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? And this guy was uh, seen brandishing a Molotov cocktail. Wow. And as a consequence, went to jail. He didn't throw it, but there's footage of him walking down the street with it. Is it lit? No. He could have just said it was some sort of artisanal candle. I don't think you know what I mean? I don't think he's... So I would have said. Yeah. I just, I, no, I was just in Fitzroy and I got this, this candle. It must be $90. And they'd be like, well, that checks out, doesn't it? But even if he didn't throw it, that's still threatening. Do you know what I mean? That's like, that's like walking down the street with a knife or a handgun. It's like a man dressed in a Hessian sack wielding flaming chains. Even <laughs> exactly. if you don't use the flaming chains, still kind of threatening. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So, look, I hope that dude's all right. Uh, but he did go to jail. Yeah. So, I don't know how that turned out. Was he just like, I'm just holding this for a mate? or? Uh, no, he, he, he. I think he admitted to it and, and wow. whatever. And maybe he was involved in some looting. I don't know the specifics of it. But uh, what do you think the story was, Mason? Oh, God. <laughs> the first Harry Potter. Oh, so Harry Potter's this little... He's a kid and he lives under the stairs of this awful family that I just want to die. I want yeah. him to die. <laughs> yeah. They're so cartoonishly villainous, but I just want him to die. Yeah, this, yeah. This, this, this Spoiler family. alert, by the way, for the entire series. Sure, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. sorry, go on. And he lives under the stairs and he's... I hate him and they, they treat him very poorly, very inhumanely. It's illegal. Yes. You would almost certainly think. Yeah, there's a reason he's there, though. 
uh, you find out later. Oh, right. I, think, I don't know if they touch on the books, but the movie... They don't... I'm not sure they do in the movies, but they do in the books. Anyway, so go on. Now, hang on. What's that reason, though? Uh, the reason is it's something to do with... The, it's the magic that protects him because they're related to him. And the reason he's invincible is because of his Ugh. mother's love. And, and that's his mother's sister. So okay. it's kind of... It shields him until he's 18. It makes him invisible and... But why are they so else. horrible to him, then? Because she resents her sister... For because, being better. Yeah. For being physically superior. Physi- physically superior and uh, and there was, there's a jealousy there. Right. That, so anyway, yeah. it's, it's little, it's bloody little ordinary kid Harry Potter and then yeah. it turns out that uh, he's the, the best wizard in the world. Yeah. And so they, the, the, wizard, the wizard people come and get him and they take him to wizarding school yep. where he becomes the best wizard and the best at everything and he's just, everybody thinks he's the best. Well, he is, isn't he, in a way? In a way, he's just born to be the best. <laughs> yes. And that's the story. Now, there's a mystery at the school, as in who's... What's, what, what is the school hiding, and who's after it? It's probably magic. It's two-prong. Yes, it is. It's magic mm-hmm. in both both accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, look, we talked about the cast. Yes. What do you think of the cast in general? Is there any you feel aren't strong? All of them. They're all not strong. Yes. They're all poorly cast. No, they're not poorly cast, <laughs> but they're not good at acting at this point. There's a lot of... I'm cool- talking like everybody, like your Hagrid's oh. and your whatever. Yeah. Because I think it's superbly cast, as in all the teachers and background characters no, you're and, right, and yeah. whatever. Except, oh, okay, I feel yeah. like Dumbledore is just dim and flat. Well, that's why they replaced him, isn't it? <laughs> that's not the main reason. Oh, sure. Okay, right. <laughs> I remember at the time thinking, why would you hire this guy? He's 90 years old. It was uh-huh. Richard Harris. And apparently he was only 70, so he actually wasn't that old. But he got sick and he died just after the release of the second one. So they recast him with another bland kind of actor. I don't think they're bland actors. I just look at Ian McKellen's uh, Gandalf compared mm-hmm. to this guy. Look at Ian McKellen's anything. Agreed. Magneto. <laughs> Magneto's. Get Gods and Monsters. Movie Wait, with Brendan Fraser. Waiting for Godot. All oh, classics. Yeah, yeah great. But I think he, and I think Richard Harris is a great actor. Mm-hmm. That's his name, isn't it? Let's go with it. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's a good Dumbledore. I don't wow. think, there's no spark to him. He's just kind of, you know, Dumbledore, maybe because you haven't read the books, but he's this lively oh, kind of I see. rangy right, right, and he's right. bouncy yeah. and whatever. And he's none of that he is a, he's in very, any of these movies. Is that his fault? Yes. <laughs> but I mean, like, surely if, surely if, you know, J.K. Rowling has a hand in this movie. Yeah. Surely she's like, well, he's he's a bit lively in this. Yeah. Like, who's 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 fighting her on that? Who's like, no, he should be very... Dull. Just kind of dull and... <laughs> yeah. But, but can, doesn't he have a twinkle in his eye? He's got a bit of a twinkle. I don't feel like he, he does. Maybe a little bit, but mm. no, he he looks older than he... Dumbledore's supposed to be like 100 or 90 or whatever. Okay, sure. But he just... I don't know. I just feel... I don't feel it. I don't okay, feel it sure, at right. all. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is the Ian McCallum thing, where you look how great he is in Lord of the Rings. Yep. And maybe that's an unfair comparison. Because when I read these books, I imagine all the characters as they are in the movies, except for that guy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I think it is. Okay. But if you look at, like, McGonagall. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Uh, British woman. <laughs> uh I was going to say Frances McDormand, but I don't think it no, is. No, it's not her. That's a young lady. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to figure out who that is. Cause she, and Hagrid's, Hagrid's like right, dead yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Snape's amazing. Like all, Maggie Smith. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all round, really, really solid. Uh, but 
No, but not mm-hmm. not so much him. Yeah. And the kids are, are kids, so I kind yeah. I kind of give them a pass. Yeah, they're just yeah. reading lines. Yeah, they've got the line in their head and they're saying the line. Yeah, exactly. Although I think some are better than others. I think Hermione gets better before the rest of them get better, and then they all kind of catch up. All oh, right, I see. In, late, in later movies, but maybe that maybe that's just me. Look, what I was going to say is I don't have having rewatched uh, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to on the rewatch, but what? I did quite, kind of hate it a bit still. <laughs> what What did you like about it, though? What were the uh, things that appealed to you? Yeah, the whole universe is as great. As an adult man. I like I liked the universe. There's a lot, of, a lot of creativity in there. A lot of heart? A lot of heart. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Absolutely. But what I didn't like is that just... There's a, there's a lot of weird contrived bits and pieces in there. <laughs> like, there's that bit where... I think I mentioned this a couple of, last couple of weeks ago. Yeah. There's the bit where they all, they all have to play chess... Right, yeah. And then Ron sacrifices himself so that the other two can go on. <laughs> but there's no reason for him to sacrifice himself because he, he puts Hermione and Harry in, in place of two pieces and yeah. then he just climbs on a knight. Yeah. He just climbs on a horse and he's like, I'm going to have to sacrifice my... No, you're not. Just get off the horse. I'm going to have to sacrifice this knight to, to, to win and you'll win, but I'll, I'll go on. But just get off the horse. Get off the, get off the horse, horse, you idiots. <laughs> Also, why doesn't he get off the horse? I don't. I can't. Exp- Does he not get off the horse in the book as well? Yeah, he doesn't get off the horse. He just book. get off the horse. But it's kind of weird because the guy with the snake man on the back of his head, yes. had just came through. So did he play a game of chess? Did he get on the horse? Good question. Like who? Were, did the other pieces part? Did they step aside for? Oh, there's three people, so three of us will. That's a very step- good I, question. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Well, that's exactly. It's the it's the same syndrome of if you work for a supervillain, how do you get? To work every morning, you have yeah. to go through the past the you lake of get fire, on the horse. all the buzz saws <laughs> and the lasers and the little the little computer AI that's a little girl that's trying to kill you. You have to <laughs> yeah. go through all of that just to get to work and sit at your desk and do some faxes or spreadsheets or whatever. Absolutely, but, yeah. Do we, it's also. Do you feel it's one of those movies where the villain is clearly not Snape? Like, I mean, you probably knew this going uh-huh, in, yeah. But like, it's it's fairly clear. Even when Snape kind of goes bad in these films, that Snape's mm-hmm. not the villain. There's a lot of that in these yeah. Harry Potter books and movies where the good guy's the bad guy and the bad guy's the good guy. There's a lot of that. Like mm. his, his godfather turns out to be good and Snape's and also good. Yeah. And, and it's, it, The fa- rat is a man. And it's fascinating. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He's just, just peeping Tom on everybody. Ooh. But also what does annoy me about these movies is that it's, Nobody ever twigs that that's the case. Right, right. It's yeah. always like Dumbledore knows. Right. Yeah. But it's always like Harry Potter's like, oh, the, I saw this thing in the forest and it was evil, and they're like, I don't believe you, Harry Potter. But <laughs> you're you, you're just making you're bad trouble, news. even though you saved the whole, you saved the the school last time. Because you noticed something amiss that we didn't notice, and you were right. Now you're just doing it for attention. You're just making trouble. There is a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, and they. At no point. Yeah. Like, you go through, like, six movies and they're still, like, Harry Potter just making up stories about... <laughs> about Chambers of Secrets. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, you're right. But also, they are kids' books in a, in a, in a way. Mm. In another way, they're not. Did, what about the special effects? They're fine for that, for that era. Totally. I yeah. think the practical stuff is really good. Uh-huh. But then you look at, like, the broomsticking... Sure, right. And it is oh. like it's a lot of mm. lot of green screen. Apparently Chris Columbus wasn't happy with that either. Like a lot mm. of special effects in this. He was like, Oh no, that's not good, but we have to release it anyway. This is the biggest movie of two thousand and one, by the way. Wow. It did super duper. And the biggest well. event of two thousand and one. I 
I think so in mm-hmm. many in, in many way. ways. Mm. Did you like how the villain turned out to be a guy with a snake on the back of his head, a snake no. face? No. And he was like, you can't touch me, Harry. No, I can't see, touch you the or whatever. This, at the, when this movie first came out, I hated the fact that Harry Potter just wins every time because he's Harry Potter. Mm. He's just he, The villain goes to kill him and with no... No foreshadowing that I saw. Yeah. The villain goes to kill him and then he can't kill him because he's Harry Potter. And then Harry Potter murders that man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Turns him to dust. And then he gets a million points for, for doing a murder, <laughs> which I think is poor form and it's a bad lesson for your kids. Also, this whole these, these first two movies especially set, set a precedent and a, and a lesson for children, which is yeah. just go rogue all the time. Just be, <laughs> just be a loose cannon, go rogue, do whatever you want, and if it turns out you're correct you'll get points for Gryffindor. But if it doesn't, you've murdered a man. Yeah. <laughs> you've murdered a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, what's his name's after the Philosopher's or Sorcerer's Stone so he can get a, a body back and stop drinking unicorn piss or whatever he's right. doing, right? Uh-huh. So, a lot of these movies are Voldemort. It's, it's, it's Voldemort. Not mm-hmm. all of them. Some, some yep. it's, it's not, but a lot of the stories is. But I, I like the idea that... I like that they build into this world that Harry Potter can't be touched by Voldemort. But then in the fourth book and movie, they flip it. So Voldemort takes Harry's blood and he builds his body from that. And so he can touch Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah. So maybe, does that make I you feel no any better? <laughs> I guess, but I mean, <laughs> let's say these weren't wildly successful. Yeah. That would just mean there were a couple of movies where there's, in a, there's a kid who's invincible for no real reason. Okay, fair enough. Mm. What about the three-headed dog? Yeah, that's pretty good. Did it look good? I remember it looking fine. <laughs> you heard it first. That's right, yeah. Put that on the DVD cover. I don't know what else might... I don't really... What do you say about this movie? Because I feel like I don't, I don't really have much, much else to go on to talk about in this one in particular. Well, it does introduce another piece of magic technology that they should just use all the time, which is the Cloak of Invisibility. Right. Just they, use it all the time. They do use it all the time. They should use it more. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know that that cloak is like super duper important down the line? Like in the last movies? Well, now I do. <laughs> Why is there only one? Because it's part of the Deathly Hallows. Oh. There's like three items and if you get them, and Death crafted them, allegedly. Oh, okay. And if you get them, you're the best in the world. Right. So there's a there's a wand which means you beat every... You win every battle, uh-huh. uh, which Dumbledore has. Oh, there's a uh, invisibility cloak, which means you can. Is that just his regular wand? Yeah. Huh. There's one that you can cheat death. There's a sorry. There's a there's a stone, which means you can cheat death, and you can no, you, can't, no, you can bring people back from the dead mm-hmm. in, in an astral form. Who's but, got that? Uh, Harry Potter in the end. Oh. <laughs> but the way they build it in it is, is works kind of right, well. Fine. Presumably Dumbledore has it. But, okay. but uh, Voldemort only wants the wand because apparently, because if you're powerful, you're like, well, what do I need a cloak for? Exactly. But it's good to have them all. Harry Potter snaps that wand and throws it off a cliff, though, at the end. Oh, sure, right. Yeah, yeah. Because if you've got the wand, people like murder you in your sleep for it. It's like a jetpack. It's exactly like a jetpack. It's jet like pack. the story of the, in the real world, <laughs> the, the invention of the jetpack, a completely useless Burn your legs de- off. device that has been subject to all sorts of intrigue and people being yeah. just... Murdered. It's great. Murdered for Everybody it? look up the history of the jetpack. It's great. I will. Maybe yeah. we should do an episode on the history yeah. of the jetpack. And so, and, and with the stone that brings people back, 
it makes you so depressed because they don't like being back that they get all sad that you've dragged them out of the afterlife. Oh, wow, okay. That they get depressed and then you kill yourself. Like, that's... <laughs> That's the way that kind of works. Wow. Yeah, there's a great animation. You can actually look it up on YouTube. It's just that section of Hermione telling the story of the <laughs> Deathly Hallows. Because it's ultimately what they kind of need to defeat Voldemort and what Voldemort's sort of after, sort of. It's all a bit complicated. It if is you ask a bit me. complicated mm-hmm. if you ask me also. Well, let's talk about the Chamber of Secrets. Do you think this is an improvement on the first one? Yes, I do. In what sense? The mystery is better. Ah. It works quite well as a mystery. I think this this story lends itself better to movie form than the first one. Okay, right. Gotcha. I feel anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. go on, sorry. No, that's all I had. Oh, but the mystery you like. The mystery I like. You didn't know it was going to be a giant snake. I mean, you probably knew that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of um there's some very slow action sequences in this one. There's a lot the of spiders? The spiders, the bit really? the okay. bit at the end where he fights Tom Riddle and, oh, yeah. and the Phoenix very slowly. Cruises in, cruises in, gives him a little, gives him him the hat and he has a chance to unroll it and there's some expository dialogue and there's, you know, then the, then the, the Phoenix fights the, the big snake and and then Tom Riddle's like, well, it's his, his blinded, blinded the snake, but he can still get you, can't he? There's a lot of exposition. (laughs) There is. It's very. Because you can't have Harry Potter turn around to check if it's been blinded. Yeah, that's right. So you need to. Because then he'd he'd be petrified to death. But I mean, you could see that in the. Like the shadow that mm-hmm. Forks had, that's its name, had taken <laughs> out the eyes. But I think that was for the audience just to yeah. be like, hey, hey kids, kids watching, yeah. yeah, don't worry, the snake. i going to say, though, that snake looks amazing. I agree. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a 2002 snake. Wow. And that's one of the best snakes on I think ever committed to screen. Though there's a snake later that's also good. What about the film Anaconda? That's a shit looking snake. Yeah, agree. Except when it vomits up John Voight and he winks. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Very strange. Mm. You know, actually, I think, and I might be wrong, Voldemort has a snake, right? And it's Uh also got a piece of his soul in it, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) And I think it's the same snake that Harry lets out of the snake enclosure. In the first movie. That might not be true. Oh, that's right. Harry Harry Potter can talk to snakes as well. Good on him. He can just do everything, can No, but there's a reason, though. Because he's... These movies do a good job, I think, of setting up... They really lay the groundwork for future movies. So a lot of the stuff that you're like... That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Is ex- not all of it, but a lot of it is explained. <laughs> like he can talk to snakes because he has a piece of Voldemort's soul in him, and uh, Voldemort. Yeah, I'm sorry, okay. and get get Gandalf. Fucking Dumbledore. Dumbledore is raising him to be slaughtered. Like wow. th- that. That's that's Brutal. yeah. Because he wait had, by who Voldemort? Yeah, because he has a piece of his Voldemort's soul in him. Voldemort accidentally did that when he tried. To I kill tried him. to kill him. Right. Yeah, and that's the reason he can talk to snakes. Mm-hmm. So that's why. So there's even a scene where Snape's like, "What is wrong with you? Like you're raising a child to be murdered." Uh-huh. So Snape, Snape's a good guy. Yeah, he just he can't. He's let just got on. bad hair. It's He's just got bad hair. Some of the worst hair. Yeah, like. Have you ever been on the haunted bookshop tour in Melbourne? No, is it good? Is, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's not a tour of haunted bookshops. There's a haunted bookshop. Oh, yeah, it's not really haunted. Is the guy in magic is like Snape or something? Yeah, the guy who does the tour dresses and acts and has the hair that is exactly like Snape. You go around all the haunted places in Melbourne. I recommend it. It's kind of fun. I was going to say, is that great or grating? It's great. It's initially very grating, but you kind of... You settle yeah, into you it. You settle into Good it. Good on him, man, for yeah. committing to it. Right. That's great. Is he a young guy? He's probably in his 40s. Okay, good on him. He's old I've... enough to own a haunted bookshop. <laughs> it's the dream, isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, no, I've heard that's good. I've mm. heard it's really good, so I'm going to bloody, bloody check it out. But anyway, so when Harry Potter... 
when Voldemort kills Harry Potter for the second time, right? And he goes to train station heaven. Uh huh. You don't remember this? Do you? No. <laughs> well, You're thinking of the Matrix Revolutions. I might when be. Neo's trapped in the train station. <laughs> I might be. But that Voldemort kills that own part of his soul, and Harry Potter comes back, and then he can't talk to snakes anymore. Oh. So, so people who can talk to snakes, it's normally associated with. Evil wizards Slytherin. and Slytherins. Mm. Just pack them into one house, mate. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, just do it. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Don't spread them out. Do you think there's a lot of OH&S incidents in like Hufflepuff? Because they're always just tripping over things. And... <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm. They're cowardly but nice yeah. or something or whatever. Yeah. The most visits to the school counsellor. <laughs> just, they're just crying all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even sure what those other two are. I think one's brainy and the other one's loyalty or something but that also might be Gryffindor Gryffindor are all the best qualities yep. in a person mm-hmm. yeah but uh <laughs> just have two houses and they're good guys and bad guys <laughs> yeah exactly yeah mm. okay this move the second one also has there's there's a lot of people there's a lot of people getting away with stuff because they're Harry Potter specifically it's Harry Potter getting <laughs> away with a lot of stuff because it's Harry what Potter what do you mean I mean like right from the start so um everybody goes to Everybody decides to go to... Everybody's going back to Hogwarts. Yeah. And uh, Ron and Harry can't go through because... Is it... Uh, it's um, oh, a little elf. Dobby yeah, the house Dobby. elf has, has closed the gateway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they decide to get in the car. As, as <laughs> to steal like the 14-year-old boys or whatever, to steal the car and fly it yeah. across England. There's a lot of Ron screaming in this one, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> is Hogwarts... In real England or magic England? I'm sure I've, I think I probably asked that last week. What do you mean by real England? Like, is it actually, is it, can you, if you're a regular person, yeah. can you go there and find no, it? No, you can't. It's got enchantments, so when you kind of get near it, uh-huh. it's something like you realise you've left the stove on or something. Ah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, I'm on board so with that. It's a okay, bit right. like that. So they decide to illegally fly yes. this car yep. there. And so, you know what normal kids would have done? What? Just gone home. Yeah. I don't have to go to school. This <laughs> is great. Right. This is amazing. But they love school. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, school. It's magic oh, school. I guess. Or you steal the car. Like, yeah. yeah, they could have waited for their parents to come back through. Yeah. There's a number of things. One of the, what are the, surely the parents would have noted, noticed. Yeah. They're not there. Yeah. Also, you wouldn't get in trouble for the door closing. You'd get in trouble for flying a car into a tree. That's true. That's what I feel. But in, in a way, they didn't get in trouble for anything. No, they did it. Mm. Well, Snape was like, you're expelled. Mm. But then they were like, are they expelled? Because 50 points to Gryffindor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> for, innovative, for innovative use of a coat hanger that you undo and you undo the locks of your dad's car. Innovative use of going under the dashboard and doing that thing where you put the wires together. Good work. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the villain of this is a giant snake and a boy trapped in a diary. That's Voldemort, right? Yes. Okay, good. And that's the other thing I like. Like again, it's how many people are Voldemort in this? How many? What do you mean by that? So in Uh, the first one, yeah, Voldemort is the back of the guy's head, right? (laughs) Yes. Yep. So when he was killed, yeah, did Voldemort go into the diary, or is it two separate aspects of Voldemort? So he split himself. It ends up being seven pieces. Okay, right. One of them's Harry Potter, Ooh. which he's unaware of. Right. And seven's a magical number or whatever. And this is all stuff you find out later, where he, from a very early age, he figured out how to split his soul so that he would keep living forever. Ooh. So the first one he did was a trial where he put himself into the diary. So that part of him so that was one. that was one-seventh of himself. Yes. Okay, right. So, so when they killed Snake Guy... Yeah. No, wait. When they killed... Back of the head guy in the first one. Yeah. Where did that aspect of him go? 
Well, that's I don't know. Okay, right. I'm sure there's a wow. There's somebody a doesn't know everything about Harry Potter here. <laughs> that's yeah. That's I'm, I'm sure people do know. Yeah, I'm, it's kind Would of it ambiguous. have been subdivided among the remaining bits. No, that's the main kind of part of him. Okay. I believe. Right. And 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 it goes and he he manages to become a creepy little baby. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, right, gotcha. So there's but so any part of his soul potentially can come back. So so and that's uh, something as long as you don't kill all of them at the same yeah, time, right? That's okay. right. So if you so that's why Dumbledore Dahl, <laughs> knew that he was going to come back because he'd suspected that he'd done this. Right, okay. And gotcha. so the pieces are kind of hidden. There's a there's one hidden in Hogwarts and there's one in a in a snake and there's one they're all <laughs> over the place. Yeah, gotcha. So the the big kind of deal at the end of the, the series is you, you can't just kill him, you need to kill all his pieces. Mm. And he doesn't apparently know in the books that it's happening because he's so stretched so stretched thin oh. that he's that there's not much of him left. Gotcha. As a person. But in the movie it's kind of he does he feels it. Is there any particular reason he wants to cheat death? He just doesn't want just it to doesn't, doesn't want to die. <laughs> just a okay, big right. Dickhead, gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. And how is he killed originally? Uh Harry, the spell backfired. Love. Oh, I thought I meant prior to that. Was he killed prior to no, that? No, no, no. Okay, right, gotcha. No. He's just been hanging around in the back of people's heads. Yeah, all that one guy in particular. What's, is that even living? You know what I mean? Well, no, he doesn't love it, does he? No. It's made a very big mistake, in my <laughs> yeah. opinion there. But he also doesn't like that. He doesn't like being reduced to that. So he, he Why'd wants he do to, it? What? Go in the back of a man's head. Yeah. Because he needed something. He needed to get back to full strength. And it's kind of the only way that right. he can kind of get there. I feel he's made a tactical error. But there, there, yeah, sure. Must be an easier way to cheat death. There definitely is. Mm. There definitely is. Well, there's the... There's literally the Philosopher's Stone. Like the guy who invented that is just, well, he decides to die at the end, but he's, he's an alchemist. And he's actually a real life alchemist. He was a real life alchemist. Huh. Nicholas Flamel. Nicholas huh. Flamel. And, uh, and then he ends up dying because he's like, maybe I shouldn't live forever. Maybe this is probably could have just asked that guy. Yeah, he probably could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, and there's also time travel. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff that you can cut. And that's more in um, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the new story. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, in the second one, we've got plenty of Harry Potter going, no, I think it's, I think there's a monster and they're like, you know, Harry Potter, you're wrong. I mean, 50, I mean, fries, I mean 50, 50 points for being wrong, sure, but, <laughs> but you just... Mm. Did you ever think it was the giant spider or whatever? You didn't think that was no. the... Yeah, yeah. No. But also, that literally after that, so there's the scene where mm. Hagrid goes, follow the spiders. Yeah. Follow the spiders and you'll get the information you, know, you need. Yeah. And then they go... And they're almost horribly killed by a massive swarm of giant spiders. Yes. And then they go back. They're saved by the car that comes out of the forest. Yeah. And then Ron actually says, well, what didn't we already know? <laughs> like, we learned absolutely nothing except Hagrid wasn't behind it, which we already knew because we believe Hagrid. Yeah. Because he seems trustworthy. And maybe you had that vision. And if you Harry went, if you vision. went again, if you went to the, the Dumbledore or whoever, if you went to Maggie Smith and you said, hey... Mm. We believe Hagrid's innocent, and they yeah. went, "No, he's not." And then you went, "No, nah, but we went to a giant spider who said he was innocent." <laughs> they, they'd still be like, "No, nah, he's not." Look, though. fifty points. <laughs> yeah, lots of points for facing down your fear of spiders, but we still don't believe you. It's completely pointless. That yeah, bit. well, Hagrid's an idiot though, and he's kind of an idiot in the books as well. Okay, right. Because because he was framed for opening the Chamber of Secrets, uh-huh. he never finished his schooling, oh. and technically, well, so when he fills in a form, he can only say. 
like some high school. Some high school. Yeah. You can't say high school diploma. He's technically not allowed to do magic. Right. His umbrella is a is his wand. Okay. And he kind of like people kind of turn a blind eye to it. Mm-hmm. But he's not supposed to do magic. Right. And so if you go to if you go to Hogwarts and you don't graduate, you're not allowed to use any of that magic. You can get to it's like their equivalent of like year ten. You know, huh. you know, in, you know, in Australia, if you want to. Uh, be a cop or join the army or yeah. something like that. You need to get to year 10. It's yeah. a similar But what thing. I mean is, if you went to high school, yeah. like if you went to like 7th and 8th grade of high school, sure. and you learnt maths and English yeah. and science, and then you dropped out, they still let you use the maths and English and, high- and science you learned. Yeah, but you, you can't learned. turn a man into a pig with maths. That's fine. You know, I, I think that's what I it think is. the best mathematicians can. Probably, yeah. yeah. What's his name? Elon Musk probably could. Probably could, is he yeah. a mathematician? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so there's a few people that exist in this world that, like, f- Flitch? It seems more like trade Filch? school. Hogwarts, <laughs> Hogwarts is more like a trade school. Well, you, you can't, know, you can be a qualified electrician. Fred and George Weasley, you know them? The twins. Yes. One of them ends up dead, spoiler alert. Oof. But they leave in their second to last year or last year before they finish and they open up a joke shop. Uh-huh. And magic can, jokes or yeah, regular and jokes? and they can do... Yeah, re- both. Okay, right. Sorts. Mostly magic. So, yeah, you can go on to do stuff. I am gl- I'm glad that they have actually thought this through, though. Like, you do have... An- I was, hope- I was kind of hoping you'd have no answers to this. But you're like, no, no, year 10. Year 10, you get a, some sort of equivalency yeah, it's, degree. It's you get your owls or something. Like, yeah, owls. owls and your newts. I can't I remember get owls exactly. And newts. It's like in Australia, it's called VCE or yeah. whatever. But um, Well, in Victoria, it's called VCE, mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah, so there's reasons behind it. And then there's people who... There's people who are born into non-magical families who become magic, okay. like Harry Potter's mother. Mm-hmm. Also, half of Voldemort is... Right, even he's got a muggle father. He's got a muggle hates. father, yeah. yeah. Which they, they really look into in the books, which is actually really interesting. They don't really touch on it as much uh-huh. in the movies. And uh, Fil- Flitch, Filch, the, the, the groundskeeper... Oh, groundskeeper Felch. Yeah, he's what's called a squib, which means he's, he's born... <laughs> which means you put him on yourself... <laughs> And then you pretend to be shot and he explodes out of you. That's right. Wow. No, he's, he's one of those people who's born into a magic family and he's aware of it, but he's just not magic. Oh, that's So that also exists. It goes, wow. both, it goes both ways. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's why he's such a prick. Well, it's probably other reasons as well. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he's very for like murdering a kid or <laughs> putting a kid in jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This movie also introduces a couple of new characters. Uh, Lucius Malfoy. The father of the father of Draco Malfoy. Mm. Draco's really good at this, by the way. He's a good evil, evil kid. I feel like even from the get go, he's pretty solid. Yeah, okay, that's for an true. evil kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's a bit at the end where Lucius Malfoy tries to kill Harry Potter, like legitimately. Kill. That's right. Yeah. yeah, because as Harry Potter saves the day and he frees the house elf. Yep. Remind me about the house elf. I've got a fact for you about that. In okay. A minute, but- Is the fact that. People seem to be okay with slavery in this universe. That's touched on the books a, 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 a lot as well. Okay. You know, all the food that comes to the table. They make it in little they underground it, cabins yeah. or something. And then Dumbledore, because everyone thinks that Dumbledore magics it, he just teleports it. Guess what you could do is you could just make it with magic. <laughs> or you can't. I know. Right, yeah, it's, it's, you, yeah, I think you actually, I don't know. It's very mm. vague. Yeah. Yeah. Like clocks. Aren't real like clocks instead of like? No, I, I clocks aren't real. That's true. <laughs> time's just an illusion, man. I mean, a lot of the time, instead of like the Weasleys have a clock, instead of telling the time, it tells you when the person's close to coming home. Oh. There's a lot of that, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Also, you get to an age where you don't have to travel. You can. It's called apparat, where you can disappear and reappear anywhere, uh-huh. and you can do that at like your VCE levels. You can get to like 16, and you're allowed to do it. Oh, that's fun. 
Yeah. But like, why does anybody do anything? Why does anybody have a car? Yeah, exactly. Well, he does it because he's... George Weasley's the head of Muggle Affairs, or he's in that department. So he has to pretend to be human or something? Well, that and he's just got a real interest in it. And, and oh, like He's I got see, a fascination right. with like Muggle stuff. Right, it's like nobody needs a hot rod or something, but you <laughs> no, build one because it's build, fun. Okay, right. Exactly, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But, uh, so, but you can't do that in Hogwarts. Mm. That's got a sh- so you can't just teleport into Hogwarts. Like not even Dumbledore can. Right, okay. But he can clap on a phoenix and disappear. That happens in the <laughs> fifth movie. It's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. It's his finest moment. In the movies. Sounds amazing. He bursts into flames. That's it's his, incredible. That's his, that's his Gandalf fighting the Balrog. <laughs> he claps and he disappears. Amazing. It's really good. It's a really good scene. Because they come to arrest him. Yes. Because they're like, you're starting an, uh, an army to overthrow the government. And he's like, I'm not going to go with you. And they're like, you better. And he's like, see you later. And he bursts into flames. Huh. That's great. And one guy's like, that dude's got style. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he does. In that scene, at least. Mm. <laughs> they were like... Oh, he used magic. We didn't expect that. We didn't expect the head of head of magic at a magic school. Who's the who best a, at magic. Who's the best at magic who has a wand that makes him undefeatable at magic. We didn't expect him to use magic. Maybe next time we encounter him, we should have some countermeasures for that magic. What a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. But if you live and breathe yeah. magic, if your job is to apprehend people who can use magic, yeah. surely... You have something set up to stop them using magic. But he is—he's a level above everyone else, right? Like okay. a lot of the people that they're just government men. Oh, so they're fine. Okay, right. Yeah, there's yeah, a okay. lot of that. Like, not everybody is really good at magic. Oh, people I see. are just kind of like there's a lot of kind of like middle management. Sure. And he's the like he's middle magic middle management. Yeah, and he's the guy who could be like the head of the wizarding community, but he chooses to, to educate. Like right, that's okay, that's yeah. his and set up a boy to be murdered. Those are his passions. Oh, sure, right? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. So, what else can you be if you can't be the head of a magic school? You can if be you're really aura, good at magic. What could you do? Uh, you could track down evil ma- magicians. Uh, you right. can just be like an accountant. You can run a shop. You can have. You can. All be these a sound banker. not as good as being the head of a magic school. <laughs> If I'm honest. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Also, there's not that... Are there, are there magicians who are just like out exploring the universe or something? Yeah, there's a bit of that, yeah. And in deep space? Oh, that I, don't, oh that I don't know, actually. Does magic work outside of Earth? Don't know. Ooh. Good question. Maybe That's we'll a- find out in one of the millions of Fantastic <laughs> Beast sequels. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, Lucius Malfoy tries to use the death curse on Harry Potter. That's right. Avada Kedavra. Do you get it? No, I get it. Yeah. And... He doesn't do it in the book, and apparently the reason he does it because that's the only spell Jason Isaacs knew. But he was gonna, because he he didn't, you know, he only knew a little bit about it. All right, sure, world. sure. But he was actually gonna kill Harry Potter. Yeah, and a he, child, and he would have. Yeah, because he's only invulnerable to Voldemort. Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you can still knife him. Yeah, or put him on a giant horse or whatever, and <laughs> have it hit by a chess piece. But Dobby. Is apparently based off Putin. His look. Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. I I couldn't believe it either. But apparently this is probably true and Putin hates it. Apparently. Look it up. Look look up a picture of it. I'll do it later. I'll assume you're lying and then do it later and realise you're correct and never say anything on the podcast. Or to you personally. Sure. Yeah. But you'll think I live in doubt of that forever. Mm. Dobby's also one of those characters I feel... He's incredibly annoying and I don't like him. He's very unpleasant. But he he comes good. He, he drops a cake on someone's head. He does. <laughs> Why did Harry Potter follow that in? I don't know. He could have just been upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. He could anyway. have just... Yeah, anything. 
Also, that also, that almost got Harry Potter expelled as well because they were like, "You're using underage magic, Harry Potter," and he's like, no, "There wasn't. There was there was a weird little frog man." No, I know I'm... his name. It's Dobby, and he's an elf. And he <laughs> told like... me all he told me all sorts of secret things, and, and I'm telling them to you now. We don't believe you, Harry Potter. Fifty points. Fifty <laughs> points for lies, for very elaborate lies. But no, yeah, just just believe him. At what point do they start believing him? It's they like, don't. Yeah. And the other thing is because. Because Voldemort's followers infiltrate the Ministry of Magic, mm-hmm. there's this whole wave of propaganda against Harry Potter. Wow. So that's that's what happens in the later movies. Like, he gets discredited by newspapers and the government. Imagine if you're a little kid and you're just going to school and all of a sudden the, the Herald the Sun starts publishing, like, hit pieces on you. Absolutely. The other character in this is... This kid doesn't... James doesn't... Mr. Sunday Movies doesn't pay his taxes. I'm a little kid. I don't have a job. Yeah. The other character that's introduced in this is Lockhart. Yeah, played by Kenneth great Branagh, Kenneth Branagh, Sir Kenneth Branagh. It was going to be Hugh Grant initially. Both of those characters feel too old. Do you mean like... No, I mean they feel like those actors, but Kenneth Branagh as well feels too old to be in that role. Like the sexy... Yeah, I feel of... like he should be more of a like a... Like a... Like a... a Stanley Tucci. No! <laughs> Like a teen, like a Zac. It should be it should have been Zac Efron. I think that's too. I think you'd want to go mid twenties. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, why? Do, I, I don't understand all these kids who are idolizing this very old man. Yeah. I don't think would ever. Well, Kenneth Branagh was a sexy man in the nineties, wasn't yeah, he? No, but I think at a certain like kids don't like if you reach a certain age, kids don't realize you exist anymore. That's <laughs> true. You know what I mean? Like about our age. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. <laughs> when, we're not, not doing this podcast or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But I mean, it should be. I don't know. I, okay, yeah, like a... Uh, I'm trying to think of a... Like a Rise Ethan. Not not Rise... John Rise Davies. Like that kind of guy. No, not the guy... The young guy from Bendit Like Beckham. He's yeah, in right. Shooters. Sure, okay, yeah. You know the guy I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know he's like an Irish dude. You mean that guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not the guy from Wallander, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, exactly, yeah. Branner not handsome enough for you? No, he's handsome, but he's... I don't know. He was. Like, he's... That, when you look at that character, he looks like somebody who, like... I don't know, housewives would be like, oh, he's so dreamy. Kind right, of thing, like right? a like a Jamie... Uh, Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. I was going to say Jamie Kennedy, but no. Well, he was... Or like a, um, yeah, like a Hugh Grant. Like, sure, yeah. Like yeah. a younger Hugh Grant, though. Right, exactly, yeah. So he was like 40, 41 when he okay, did sure. it. So yeah, right. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you, Mason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, it's amazing that he got as far as he did, knowing... Basically zero magic. Well, that's Very the thing. He knows one spell really yeah. well, which is the mind the rubbery wipe. arm spell. <laughs> yeah, the rubbery arm spell. Slap a person with your with your bloody rubbery arm. But that also sets up a wait. The spell he knows is the mind wipe. The mind spell. wipe. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They explain it more in the books, and he actually shows up later because little known fact, Mason. Well, it's well known, I guess, if you know Harry Potter. Uh, Neville Longbottom's parents were tortured by Beatrix Lestrange. What's her name? Helena, Helena Bonham Carter. Carter. I said that wrong. So their minds are fried and they're in a mental institution. Oh, I see. And so, he, so what's his name? Neville Longbottom also has like a terrible upbringing, but nobody cares. Because <laughs> his sure, parents right. are like, their brains are fried and they're just babbling away. In Which this, leads this to the fan theory that Neville Longbottom is in fact this chosen. It's not actually a fan theory. It's also in the books. Right, uh-huh. That it could have gone either way. Well, fans of Neville Longbottom in... In that universe. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Talk about a guy who got good looking, though. That's right. Yeah. That's, what, that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? But they go to visit him and Lockhart's in there just scrawling his name and handing it to people. 
Like he knows he was famous yeah. and he knows he's popular, but he doesn't know anything else. So he's, oh, yeah, I see. it's, quite, it. right. it's quite good. But uh, they don't come back to that. So he never recovers. <laughs> like, But fair enough. He was trying to wipe the mind of a child or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty good. It's not bad. Snake looks good. Quidditch still makes no sense. No, because you've got to get the thi- get the thing. Just get the thing. Why is there any other part of the game then? Because... Has you, there ever been a game of quit? Because you get 150 yes, points, right? Yes, there has been. And then you win the game? Then you win the game. That stops the game. But no, there has been... Because has there ever been a game where somebody's where the one team has won more than 150 points? Yes. And they've gotten the snitch? Yes. And, oh, wow. It happens in the uh, the Wizarding World Cup. It seems quite rare, though. <laughs> yes. It well, seems- why would you get it if you were down? Like, if your team's down 150 points, yeah. you wouldn't grab it. Because you're still going to lose. That's true. You'd kind of bite, you'd tread water until mm-hmm. you got up. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a great game. Have you ever seen people do it in real life? I'm aware that it, <laughs> that it happens in real life. But how does the snitch work? Is somebody the snitch? Yeah, someone's painted gold and runs about. That's not true. It's absolutely true. But there is a, there's a guy and they're like, I'm the snitch. I'm the snitch, mate. Huh. Yeah. Seems very odd. It's all odd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like you get a drone now. Oh, yeah, they absolutely could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, sure, some people would lose fingers in the helicopter You can get blades. ones where the, the, the blades are caged. Oh, it's enclosed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, I meant that in a positive way. Like some people would lose their fingers. <laughs> okay, right. You know what? Get, some, get a bit of mainstream appeal. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Do you think there's any chance if we get flying technology that this will become a real game down the yes. line? Yeah. Like it'll definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Good stuff. And what? look out for the quaffles or the bludges or whatever because there's there's 15 different balls on the field or something, <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and they all do different things some are angry at you for some reason <laughs> some will kill you so that was cursed though oh, do you still, remember still yeah i feel if it's capable of being cursed you should ban it from the field yeah fair point well mm-hmm. you'd ban everything wouldn't you because everything can be cursed and also you could just fall off that just fall off a broom and die yeah absolutely there doesn't yeah. seem to be any safeguards in place if no, you fall off your broom. You get caught by the teachers. If they're paying attention. <laughs> yeah, and they're often not. They're often not, yeah. Yeah, they're really not. Also, it's weird that in Chamber of Secrets, they're like, we're going to have to shut the school. Like, is this is the thing that's going to shut the school? That's right. What about the teacher you hired last year who had a snake man on the back of his head? You didn't that's work right. at a shut the school then? No, but then they checked everybody. They, they checked check everybody, like, like checking for lice. <laughs> you know, when they checked for lice at school, they checked all the teachers for back of the head monsters. Sure. They were fine. But so. this, that's what I was going to say. This movie also sets up the trope that there's a new defense against the dark arts teacher every movie. Right. And they get... They they either get fired or they turn out to be a werewolf or they're a monster or <laughs> yep. they're a different guy pretending to like they're David Tennant. It's not important. <laughs> but you remember that one? Sort of. Yeah. But the reason is because Voldemort went to for that job when uh-huh. he just before he rose to power, he went to Dumbledore and he was like, Hey, I wanna be the the wizard. I wanna be the, the head of defense the dark defense against the dark arts. And Dumbledore's like, you know what? You I heard you're not a great bloke, so no. Mm. And because of that, Voldemort cursed the position, and so no <laughs> one can hold it for more than a year. Huh. I don't know what happened prior to this year. Yeah, I don't know what, but yeah, but everybody only gets it for a year. Snape has it for a year. Yep. Yeah, they all can't hold on to it, and that curse breaks after the after the Voldemort is killed. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But the reason also, he didn't actually want the job. He just wanted to get into the school to hide a locket, which had his soul in it. Are there any specifics as to how the curse works? Do they, does, the, does it mean they only hire incompetent people? Uh, no, they, there's, there's all manner. There's, mm. um, they hire 
Lupin, who's a friend of... It's weird that they didn't ask Kenneth Branagh's character to do anything, to, like, do any magic. You know yeah, I mean? uh, maybe it was, it was a last-minute kind of Maybe grab. the only test is they're like, can you wipe somebody's memory for us real quick? <laughs> That's the test for everyone, and he's like, oh, he's going in there, like, like sweating. He's got the yeah. flop sweats, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and they're like, can you wipe somebody's memory? And he's like, yes, I can. Yeah, <laughs> you better believe it. Mm-hmm. But, Mason, before we get off Harry Potter and talk about something that you're interested in... Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of interested now. I'm going to watch the third one. You can't I mean, yet. You have to wait. No, but that's what I mean, as a requirement of this. I'm not okay. actually I'm not gonna do it on my own. <laughs> but like I said, this they're really good at setting up the future, and the reason is because JK Rowling stepped in and put a lot of rules down that okay. they need to follow by. So if you'll indulge me, Mason. So there's rules to the there's rules to the making of the movies, but there's no rules within the actual There's absolutely rules. Mm, all right. <laughs> so like the rat is is around from like day one. Yeah, okay. And it Haw- turns out to be a peeping Tom Creek. That's man. right. Yep. Horcruxes, as we mentioned, have always been a thing throughout the series. Yep. Uh, Sirius Black, who's in Azkaban and uh-huh. Harry Potter's godfather, who they think betrayed Harry Potter, but it was actually the rat, uh-huh. is mentioned in like the first scene. You know that bike that Hagrid arrived hey, it wasn't, on? It wasn't me. It was a man <laughs> who, who turned into a rat. Like we've actually seen people do before, change, change into things. Look, we've all got magic powers. Just believe me, this one time it wasn't me, it was a guy turning a rat. No! <laughs> well, that because, You're going to jail. Because the rat man cut his finger off and left it there, and they thought that he exploded him. And that huh. was all that was left. So the rat, the rat man got out of it that way. Is the rat also missing a finger? Yes. Oh, yeah, pretty good. Very right. good. And, so, and the reason he comes back, like he breaks out, because he's happy to sit in Azkaban, because uh-huh. he's happy that he killed the guy that... Yep. that killed got Harry's parents killed. Right. So he's like, fine, whatever. I'll you know, I'll take the bullet. Until he sees a picture of Ron with a rat, and then he's like, shit. <laughs> and then he and then he breaks out. Right. And, then, and the rat man goes on to help Voldemort return. He's mm. a bad bloke. Yeah. And then his silver hand chokes him to death. It's a crazy story. It's a crazy world, isn't it? So it was fun. <laughs> but uh yeah, but, but no, he's name dropped because that bike that Harrigood arrives on, that's Sirius Black's bike. Oh. So that's before Did he call it Sirius Bike? Yeah. He did. Okay. <laughs> But also, like, initially... like, Can you still got a motorcycle with a sidecar? Yeah, man. You see him like, every now I'd and like then. I'd like to ride a motorcycle. But in a sidecar. No, but it, like, I'd, like I'd die immediately if I rode a motorcycle. But sure. if I had one with a sidecar, there's a bit of extra bit balance of stability. There. Can I yeah. be in the sidecar? Yeah, you can be in the sidecar. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, good. There's also been a switch on the sidecar, and if I push it, you, you, it's, it's got a rocket in I it. Do. <laughs> okay, good. You rocket into the back of James Bond's car. That's how it works. <laughs> Are you willing? It's, it'll be fun, though. I'm what happy. a way to go. Yeah, and exactly. If I'm going to go out, I may as well be that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they were planning, and the studio was initially going to combine a few books into one mm-hmm. and do it as an animated thing, and Spielberg was talking about doing it. Like I think he nearly signed on, but he also, also saw it as not really a challenge. He's like, this is a slam dunk movie. Oh, so I, I see. Really, right. I don't okay. really want to do it. So he, wow. He did AI. But the other- Stephen Smugberg, <laughs> you ask me. <laughs> but yeah, he did AI. What a slam dunk that one. That movie was. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He went and did a risk, like mm. made a. And there's, you know, I think that movie's a lot better than it kind of got credit for at the Is time. Is it good though? I'd have to go back. So no. <laughs> if you thought it was good, you'd say yes. No, you know what? I I don't hate it, but I'd have to see it again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but also, her, she put in place the all British cast rule. Mm-hmm. They hired a guy called Liam Aiken. For Harry Potter. Yep. They hired him, and then a few days later they fired him because he wasn't What's British. It? 
I, I hesitate to ask this, but what's he doing now? I have no idea. I okay, couldn't right. tell you. It's probably for the best. Robin. Nobody look that up. <laughs> don't look up. Don't don't look up uh, like idol winners. No. Don't look up pop groups. Uh, like random? Do you remember you gave me the CD? Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't look, actually, <laughs> interesting, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I ran into, uh, I met uh, uh, Andrew Levins. He's one of the hosts of the podcast Hey Fam, mm. which is a podcast which is about uh, movies and TV shows and comic books. And what? In, if you can imagine a podcast, if you can imagine this podcast but hosted by two cool guys, that's, that's Hey Fam. <laughs> okay. As opposed to this podcast, which is hosted by only one cool guy. Which one of us is it? Who knows? Is it me? Look, I'm not going to say who it is, but if you'll notice that my baseball cap is turned all the way backwards. Shit, I don't even have a hat. Anyway, so uh, uh, anyway, uh, Levens is a DJ yeah. by trade, and he was saying that when they come to town, he's going to be like the support DJ for the Venga Boys. So he's going to be on that Venga bus, but also S Club 7, British, British pop group oh S Club 7, who are currently S Club 3. Uh, right? Because there's no good way that comes out, right? Because either they'd all broken up and gone their separate ways, yeah. and... The record company said, had called them all and said, do you want to be in this reunion? Yeah. And only three of them had said yes. Oh, so that's bad either way. Or They're various members... All, no, all various members have like left and like the remaining three have continued to tour for like the uh, past ten years. Maybe they, maybe there's two S-clubs. Oh, S-Club maybe there's three a three and, and a four. <laughs> and they compete. <laughs> they do opposing coasts, maybe. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, everybody should listen to Hey Fan. That's a good Okay, good podcast, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, what was I going to say? So yeah... She had a condition of all British cast. So Robin Williams and Rosie O'Donnell wanted to be the Weasleys, and that was kind of that was vetoed. Huh? That, the Weasleys, not the Dursleys. No, they'd be better Dursleys, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so also, she told Alan Rickman Snape's backstory from the very beginning that oh, he was wow. in love with so and so. So he he always he always kind of knew why he's that. got that twinkle in his eye. Exactly. And also, St- Spielberg wanted Haley Joel Osment for Harry Potter, which ended up using him in AI. But uh, I'm glad they didn't they didn't go that way because I, I like that guy. I think he's a good actor, uh-huh. and he's and he's kind of cropping up again. He's back, mm-hmm. but uh, no, I, the chances that they cast it this well and most of them lived through it or didn't right exactly didn't yeah bottle somebody in a riot <laughs> exactly is, yeah is phenomenal isn't it though yeah. yeah and I think a lot of that is because J.K. Rowling's went no she didn't just take the paycheck mm-hmm. she set it up right yeah. there were rules in place and. And and this is kind of how it how it played out. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I know, like we shit on these movies, but I genuinely <laughs> what? think I've been as positive as I can in this. <laughs> I think they were they they're really great foundations for much better movies down the line. I and think they, you're probably right. And they're good kids' movies. They really are. Yeah, I guess if, had I yeah. seen these as a kid, I would not not have been critical. Yeah, everything would have been amazing. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I don't like them. <laughs> But here's to three more episodes of this, <laughs> at least. Yeah, good stuff. Mm. Anything else? That'll do it, I think. Let's go to the next segment, Mason. Oh, next segment. What we reading? What we gonna read? I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> I'd love to know what you're reading. You know what I was reading this week, mm. and I'm, I'm going to say on the topic of magic, but that's a very that's a very loose. <laughs> You know, I don't know. If, I've mentioned in the past that I really enjoyed the um, Big Trouble in Little China comics. Yeah, yeah, you're a big uh, fan. And they, some of them were written by John Carpenter, I think, and they're, they're very yes. much in the voice of 
of Jack Burton, I like the main character. That. I need to Very see good. that movie. But this this week, I think what came out and I read and I enjoyed a lot was the Big Trouble in Little China Escape from New York crossover. Oh my issue god! One. That's right. How does that work? It's Kurt Russell and Kurt. Well, magic. Ah. So Kurt Russell's driving the Pork Chop Express, and <laughs> there's there's some there's some there's some trouble happening. Good, good. And he goes through a portal and he ends up in the far flung future of 2001, <laughs> where. Uh, he meets and uh, comes to blows with Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. Who's the better, who's stronger or better? Or... Well, that's a good question. I feel, well, Snake Plissken is a killer. Yeah. Like he's a moral, he's a moral free zone and a killer. Yeah. But Jack Burton has a, has a certain, he's got great reflexes. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. And he's got a certain, that's exactly right. And he's got a certain, he's got a certain, he's a, he's a good luck charm. Yeah. yeah. Things happen to go his way, but it's fun. Uh, the art is great. Are it's, they like you look just like me? Is there any of that? Yeah, there is. There's Who's a, the artist on that? There's, a, ca- really there's a case of mistaken identity. It's Daniel Bayless, who I don't okay. know from other things, but he's, he's, he's very, really it's very, uh, it's very cartoonish. Yeah, look yeah. at that! Look at that brick-headed! Yeah. Look at that brick-headed Jack Burton. But it's it's fun. It's good, especially in the sense that they are the same guy being played by the same actor, but they're very di- this very distinct look. Are they designed? Like, yeah, they're very oh, designed cool. very distinctly. Is Snake more live? They're about, they're, they're about yeah. They're, they're not bit. both brickish, is what I'm saying. They're about the same. Okay, fair yeah. Enough. But uh, it's it's fun so far. Great. I'm looking forward to it. Good the rest stuff. Of it, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I I've checked out the first episode of Supergirl, which saw new the re- season, new season. Okay. Which saw this return of Superman. And oh I, yeah. The the first sorry, not the return. He's he's just in it. Uh-huh. First of all, they they both do really good jobs in their particular characters. Uh-huh. I think she's. She's very kind of charming and she fits the role really well and uh-huh. she's fun and, you know, you, you believe it. And he's, I don't think he, I've said this before, he doesn't look the part as much as, say, Henry Cavill does, mm-hmm. Cavill does, but he, he nails like, he nails like the old school values and charm and uh-huh. all that and all that kind I'm of stuff. I'm sensing a butt here and it's not just Tyler Herklin's <laughs> amazing bus. <laughs> no, it's... What's the bus? Okay, look, it's, it's just the same as... All of these CW shows, like yep. there's a wacky science team and it's villain of the week and whatever, and there's the quippy guy and you know what I mean, and, and the handsome guy, and, yeah, and so and so's fangirling out because he met his favourite character and whatever. You've and not seen any of the previous Supergirl stuff, no, I haven't. okay, right, and I'm sure it's all that. But look, I'm not saying it's maybe it's not. I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm. It's, I don't think I'm going to stick with it. Is there any um, is there any Martian Manhunter action in this one? Yeah, a little bit, and okay. he looks great as well. Yeah, uh-huh. look, I everybody's good in it, yep. and I get why people like it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think this is something that I'm going to continue with. Okay, right. Yeah. What else am I? Hang on. There's some other stuff I got. Oh, I've got Westworld, and um, oh, you checked uh, it out? No, I haven't checked it out yet. I've got okay. to load it up. I've got uh, episode three of Agents of Shield ready to go. Apparently, they explain. <laughs> Did you see that tweet? I, a lot of people have told me there is going to be a Ghost Rider. Ghost oh, Rider. I'm going to say there's Ghost Rider's Dodge Charger versus Agent Coulson's yeah. Lola. There's going to be a race. Absolutely. I hope somebody's somebody's dropping their scarf to set it go to to, <laughs> to set it. Up. It's going to be Greece style. I hope. That's all I'm hoping. I don't know. What were you going to say? I was going to say that somebody pointed out on Twitter that in the third episode they use an EMP and somebody explains. Oh, explains how an EMP yeah. works. People, we understand what an EMP does. <laughs> Everybody knows. And even if you don't. When it goes off, you'll you get, get it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a turn things into nighttime bomb. It's a turn off electronics bomb. It's we, that would be a good. It. That'd be a good turn things into nighttime bomb. Well, that's do- that's Doctor Midnight's. Oh, is it's it? Got a blackout blackout bomb. Does it actually turn 
the rotation rotate the of earth. the earth. No, but it don't just think like so. blacks no. out a room. Yeah, I guess that's all right then. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm. Uh, yeah, got anything else, or is no. that just that's what that's you it. got? Lined Maybe next up. segment. Great. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. here right now. We're gonna do letters. Good work, Mason. Thank you. I actually had some more what we readings, but I'll save them for next week. Oh, Mason. okay. I can't go past the letters thing. That's right. Rules are rules. Rules are rules. Uh, this is from uh, Stephen Stankey, 88, on Twitter. If you want to reach the show, hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod. Please. We'll pick out a few. I've actually got four this week, Mason, because there's a couple that tie in. Uh, what's the betting? This is unprecedented. <laughs> what's the Except for all the old episodes where we just did like 900 letters <laughs> every week. <laughs> what's the betting that in the new Power Rangers movie, someone's ringtone will go off and it will be the original thing? 100%. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah mm-hmm. I can't argue with that yeah yeah I'm still looking forward to it mm, you know too. what is interesting Max Landis I think I'm he is sure, interesting I'm not sure if it's, he's getting a story credit but he went in on, and wrote for the initial pitch for it because you know how we were like this is Chronicle it is isn't it yeah so he apparently uh, like pitched this poppy kind of fun kind of throwback teens mm. having a good time kind of Power Rangers movie and then he was kind of let go or left the project, bit of both, mm-hmm. and then he turned around and they just made Chronicle. Chronicle. Oh, wow, okay. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, do you reckon they got him to be like, do Chronicle, and he went, no, I want to do this, and then they were like, nah. We'll just try that thing we'll just you do did. Chronicle, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm, so. I guess they were like, well, maybe they were like, you know what, maybe they were like, well, he can come in and work his magic. Yeah. And he was like, nah, but then they're like, He's just a regular guy. Now we've got him in here. He's just a regular guy with weird hair. We can, we can do what he does. Exactly. You're out. You're out, kid. Mm-hmm. Or you're 30, however old he is. Yeah. Uh, also, this is another Power Rangers question from Matt underscore uh, Zunich. Uh, thoughts on the Power Rangers slash Justice League comic book crossover. Do you hear about that? It's on, it's in, on the way. Wait, sorry. Say the first Justice one Justice League and Power Rangers comic book crossover. Oh. Yeah, I'd read that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It looks like the old school kind of Power Rangers oh, costumes. Oh, oh. No? Uh, it's comic form. So yeah, it's not, it's not yeah, that's be true. like blocky. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Robots hitting mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Maybe we'll see the uh, maybe we'll see the Power Rangers and the we'll see the Power Rangers Megazord and the Superman Batman composite robot. Remember that? <laughs> okay, it's half sure, and half. Yeah. It's giant. I thought you, they were just going to crash their space base into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll do it too, yeah. Because they don't have a giant robot generally, do they? Generally not, no. How do you think that's going to go? Do you think they're going to battle it in the sky or whatever? Well, is it necessarily going to be versus? I mean, there'll be a Initially, brief, there'll definitely. There'll be a brief battle, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that'd have to be, right? Yeah, I think it'll be Yeah, it'll be a fight in I the think sky. Superman could just take the head off that thing quite easily. Yeah. Yeah. Or just punch all the way through it. Is it magic? No. Isn't it? Oh, God, what if Because there is magic in that world. Oh, yeah. But what if that's just technology? I don't know. Yeah. Let's do an episode on it, but not know what's going on. Okay, great. People yeah. love that. Uh, here we go. What do we got? This is from Sterling Ruiz, uh, at Sterling Silver, and then an underscore on Twitter, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Uh, listen to an old Spider-Man episode. What are your thoughts on a Spider-Man Daredevil movie? I want to see it. A lot of people are keen for that. Yeah. Do you think it works no. with the two, char- the two versions that they've built at the moment? No. Because it's just Daredevil is just... It's just a really long corridor fight. It's just a brutal corridor fight. Where's Spider-Man going to stick? Yeah. Top of the corridor? It's very... Daredevil's way more street level than he is in the comics. Yeah. Or even the previous Daredevil movie where he's pretty much Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's very street level. He's not not jumping over rooftops. 
He's struggling over rooftops. Yes, he is, yeah. He's scrabbling he's over He's getting him. stabbed over rooftops mm, yeah. and falling into a bloody bag of trash or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I guess if... No, because even... Couldn't you enhance his kind of swinging abilities and that would work more? But even then, he doesn't have the speed of Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, he's got one billy club and he can... Like, Spider-Man can fire, like, multiple webs and he's got one billy club. And Spider-Man's already in that upper echelon of Marvel heroes now. He's yeah. fighting with the Avengers. Mm. Daredevil's just, nah. I think there's a way to make it work. Yeah, maybe. At, with with the current incarnation of Daredevil in particular, mm-hmm. I don't see how he would help Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like, put. It would, I feel it'd be like putting the Bale, the Bale, Nolan, Batman in yeah. the current Justice League. It wouldn't yeah. work. Or having him fight Superman. Yeah, it wouldn't work. exactly. Mm. Yeah, but I'm not against it because I, no, I, I think either. they're a great team. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a Doctor Strange Spider-Man team up because they're mates in the comics. Spider-Man's yeah, okay, always sure, yeah. coming in through his weird circular window and being like, what's up? Let's yeah. hang out. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind And also, that. I kind of... The problem with this current... Well, it's not a problem, but with this current... It's a massive problem. He's just... It's all grit and tragedy. Yeah. And Spider-Man's got some tragedy, but it's... Mm. I guess the, the idea might be that they meet up and... Spider-Man's full of hope and optimism and Daredevil's just like, no, everyone we Daredevil's been stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone who knows being stabbed. That's life in the streets, man. In the streets of Harlem. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, no, Is Sterling. The answer? Yeah. We don't want it. I want it. Oh, we're okay with it. No, I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> this is from uh, uh, at Ben underscore Bob 118. Hashtag Pod. Uh, I'd be surprised if you haven't mentioned this already, but Firefly thoughts, maybe you could do an episode. Maybe we could. I could definitely do a Firefly episode. Do you think we should wait until they announce a Firefly thing? Yes. So it could be anywhere between now and... Until the sun burns out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe never. Yeah, let's say... Let's give it a bit. Mm-hmm. And then maybe when they announce... If they announce something, we'll do it. If not, we'll just do it anyway. Because yeah. it's, it's a great show and it's, or movie. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed it a lot at the time. If you, not so much now, Mason. Slap in the face. There he know, goes. I don't know the last time I watched it. There he goes. Wow, off again yeah. on, his, on his usual vendettas and rants. I'm full Typical. of hate. That's the thing. I'm just full of hate. <laughs> you like... I saw Serenity before I saw Firefly. Did it make any sense? Back. Yeah, totally. That, that mm. movie works as a standalone. I, I agree. Apparently all and the it's got the great Chiwetel Ejiofor. Correct. Mm-hmm. Apparently all the follow-up comics are just kind of okay. From yeah, I read one. Leaves in the Wind. Yeah, it was the pre. It was kind of a prequel. That it was about Wash. Okay, it's fine. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's you right. Heard it here first. Hate it. Vendetta. <laughs> Settled. Good stuff. I think that's all the letters that we got for this mm-hmm. week, though. Which means it's time for the end of the show. Oh, just quickly, yes. an episode of Plumbing the Death Star where we talk about. Uh, how we, how we would take out Superman? Oh yeah, in the comic book universe or movie universe, mm-hmm. and it was that was a lot of fun. Check it out, Mason. I will. Plumbing the Death Star. The other thing is, uh, Jose's having a bit of a rough time at the moment, a bit of a shit time. Friend of the show, Jose. Friend of the show. Yes, I hope uh, I hope, I hope things are things are looking up. Mm-hmm. And what's this, Jason? <laughs> oh, what's this? At the real Jason Dell is getting married this weekend. Can you have a shout out? Shout out to him. Congratulations. You used to shout Is he the shout real outs. is he the real the real Jason Dell though? Mm, apparently. All right. And how else do you get that? Right. That's true. That's actually you have very to true. Fill out a series of forms. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Good stuff. Shout out. Oh, also there's a new Weekly Planet comic. Oh, there is too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. That's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Wait. Who are we fighting this time? <laughs> you haven't read it yet? No. Well, I won't spoil it, Mason. Okay, great. But it's good. I love it. I love the art. I love the writing. Mm-hmm. I love that we're in it. Yeah, it's good, right? 
Oh, also, there's going to be a Caravan of Garbage episode this week. A yes, bonus there one. is. It's uh, you, on the YouTubes. Correct. Uh, I'm going to put it up on the Patreon early, but if you just hang out till Thursday, it'll it'll, it'll appear be as there. if by magic. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you want to check that out early, I'll put up in the next. And let me tell days. you, looks pretty good because of nothing we did. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, but it's uh, it's Star Wars related, mm-hmm. and let's just leave it at that. Okay, Mason, mm-hmm. let's just leave it at that. Anything else? No, Do all the things that happens at the end of the show. Uh, let's see. You can find us at Weekly Planet Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Gmail and Bandcamp. Yep. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. You can also follow The Weekly Planet for all the best Weekly Planet related news. Yeah. If you'd like to support the show, you can uh, go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You'll get that caravan of garbage a little bit early. Correct. Uh, you can go to our Amazon affiliate link, which is in the episode description. You click through to go to Amazon if you want to buy yourself a bloody... Mm. A bloody... It's just, uh, anything. Yeah. And anything. A huge, yeah. a huge piece of farming equipment. <laughs> that'd, that'd solve all our financial problems, Bloody I feel. Oath it would, mate. You can buy anything on Amazon. It's amazing. Oh, I should mention the, 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 the thing, the Caravan of Garbage, is only, it's only video format. Yes, it is, yeah. And you'll see why. Yeah. It's there. Anyway, so, it's a video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Uh, what else? What are we talking? Oh, we've got some teas on tpublic.com. Yep. That's linked below. Yeah. Yep. All our all our amazing artists have yep. put together some great teas. Also, the sponsors that we mentioned, we're bloody we're bloody into it. If you want to help the show, you can grab any. Yeah, of those thanks to want. everybody who's done any of these dumb things. Yeah, yeah, and, or even just listening. Yeah, or subscribing and leaving a nice review mm. also helps, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, is that everything? I think that's everything. Thank you, the Brute and the Basilisk and the Iraq and Fry themes. How fitting that the Basilisk was also in the Harry Potter movie that we talked about. Very fitting. Yeah, very. Very. Mm-hmm. And did you say you can, and if you follow at the Weekly Planet, yeah, that's a good everything one. we ever do goes up there. Goes on there, yeah. Not because of us. No. Because of good old Raw Collings. Mm. Crushing it. Crushing it. Just knocking time. it out of the park. Next week, Mason, what are we doing? Oh, good question. Somebody on Twitter, and I forget their name, so I'm sorry, suggested maybe worst series endings. I like that. That might be a good one. Lost. How I Met Your Mother. How did you meet your mother, my mother? Came over to your house one time, she yelled at me. <laughs> probably, I don't know why, but probably for no reason, if I had to guess. That sounds like her. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Do you want me to hit her with a brick? I've thought about it. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, right? Let's find out. Well, tell her to listen to this one, and uh, I've thought about hitting you with a brick. <laughs> nah, she's all right. Okay, maybe we'll do that next week unless something happens. Yeah, nice. Something else. Cool, man. Thanks for listening, guys. Grab that gem, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 